songs. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And this episode, I am joined by co-host and frequent guest, Alicia Gaddis. Hello. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. This is so fun. Hi, Betsy. Hi, everybody. Hi. Thanks for being on the show. And, you know, um, Amanda, my co-host for the last few years of this whole show, uh, is taking a break. And uh, so Alicia was kind enough to to come in and help steer the ship. Oh my gosh. It's so, it's so exciting. I mean, cause more than anything during quarantine, we're all drinking more. So why mommy <laughs> drinks that like there's, but it used to be like, let me try to think of why that is this week. And now I'm like, let's try to think of why I started at noon. You know, <laughs> like Jesus, <laughs> you know, dude, needed. This is needed. <laughs> um. uh, well, we are we are so happy to be joined by a dating and relationship coach and the host of the podcast Dates and Mates podcast, Demona Hoffman. Hello, hello. <laughs> did, I, did I say everything correctly? You sure did. Oh, good. Here we are. Drink, day drinking. Demona, no. Demona, like the second I heard you were the guest, I was like, I wish I were single so that I can take your advice because it's so good. <laughs> I mean, I don't wish I was single. I love my husband. But I was like, this is some good stuff up in there of emotions, talking about self-worth. I'm excited you're here because I just, oh, yeah. it's awesome. You're amazing. I'm excited to be here. I mean, why do you think I do this? It's so fun. Dating is so fun, especially when you're not doing it so (laughs) (laughs) when you started doing uh, working as a dating and relationship coach were you were you single or were what was your status yes well I kind of stumbled into it because I used to work as a casting director and I would teach classes for actors and how to market themselves and have headshots that really (laughs) told their story and stood out sound familiar already how this can be transferred Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's the same thing. Your headshot is your profile photo. Your first date is your audition. So I ended up doing a little tweak to my profile and I met my husband online. And this is, this is a minute ago, ladies. This is, uh, 17 years ago now. Oh, wow. So yeah, it was, it was way at the beginning of online dating and people would come to me and say, online dating doesn't really work. And I'd Mm. say, let me see your profile or let's create a profile for you. (laughs) And I had so many people that were saying, I met someone, I got married, I'm having a baby that it just sort of snowballed. And gradually my practice grew and I helped people get online, but then saw oh no, you're doing the same thing that's keeping you single. So then I, I continued oh. to coach people through the process and get more certifications to be able to support people all the way from pre-date to pre-marriage. After you tie the knot, then, you know, that's above my pay grade. You're like, peace <laughs> out. <laughs> you got different problems now, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Higher level. Quality. Oh my God. I love that so much. I'm a, I'm a, I know um, Nicole Byer through Improv Comedy at UCB, but I'm also a big fan of her podcast, Why Won't You Date Me? Love and it. in the early days of her podcast, she would have guests come on and look at her dating profiles and like all of her pictures and what she said. And yeah, I I, I would love so much to hear your <laughs> your response because I know that she had for a long time she had a picture of her like hugging a giant dildo um <laughs> oh, I have one of those too not in my beginning <laughs> profile but yes I I did come across a giant dildo um not too long ago when we could go out into the wild so um 
Maybe it's the same dildo. That dildo gets around. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, so I have three kids. They are all boys, four, eight, and nine. This might be the last time I have kids all single digits. Next time we speak, I think my son will turn 10, which is so weird. Tell us, everyone, what you got there, Alicia. I have a 16-year-old stepdaughter and a a four-and-a-half-year-old biological daughter. So two kids, big spread, doing it. She just, Mm -hmm. Ella just got her license. Ah, I know, like legit. And then my four-year-old still having potty accidents occasionally. So we've got the spread. (laughs) Got the spread. Do you like trust her on the streets though? That's, I'm so worried. (laughs) I'm worried. I mean, she's, yeah, she, it's funny when she started taking her tests, she said to us, she was like, you know, I don't think I'm going to be a very good driver because I don't really pay attention that much. We're like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. I'm mostly texting yeah, and texting. I'm doing Insta stories, mm-hmm. so Snapchat, driving TikTok. No. I mean, you know, but uh, yeah, so it's good. It's good. But Devona, do you have children? I have two. Many. Okay. No, two. two. <laughs> I have a six-year-old boy and a ten-year-old girl. Awesome. Who will never drive in her entire lifetime? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you're kidding. like but but you will have but maybe she'll date i mean you'll you'll be like listen if you're gonna go out and date daughter then this is going to be how i'm gonna help you that'll be so interesting when she starts yeah. dating. you know what when girls wow. turn 10 apparently they have a lot of questions so we have been um, we've been talking a lot about the birds and the bees really? and crushes and sex and how it works oh, and i good. i've come to a i have a rule now. Mm-hmm. You can ask me any general question, no specifics. So when it comes to mm-hmm. like, do you and daddy now? <laughs> She's like, would a person like you ever? I'm like, oh. back off there. Oh my wow. God. I was thinking about this recently, Demona and Alicia. Like, by the time my kids are dating, the landscape of dating will be unrecognizable to me. And that worries me a little bit, you know? What do you mean in terms of like it being so much more online because, you know, or what, what do you mean by that? Yeah. Like mainly that, like when I, so the last time I was dating was 20 years ago, which means there was no online element. It was maybe chatting uh, sometimes email, a lot of talking on the phone, which Mm -hmm. no one does. And, you know, I think the what I have in my head about what is okay, like that you should never break up over text, that you, you know, that you always owe someone (laughs) some, you know, at least to say like, this isn't working, goodbye. Like, I don't know if those are even going to be things Mm. that are on the table when my kids are dating. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, those things like, you said are like the opposite will be the norm. Maybe like yeah. you just text to break up. Exactly. You know? Like that yeah. might be like, ugh, mom, you're like a hundred years old. No one calls <laughs> anyone. Like, they don't old. do it, but I, I make my clients do a phone call still before the first date. I feel oh. like you can find out so much more than in, in text. It's not real time communication and people can't yeah. hide behind their cute little witty emojis and such. 
when they're actually talking on the phone. But, you know, there's so much new technology that probably will will be ready when our <laughs> kids are ready to date. I'm like, like beaming into each other's shutter. houses with holographic <laughs> images. <laughs> well, yeah. And like all these compatibility methods like oh. face mapping and <gasps> and like compatibility through Wait, computer algorithms. What are you talking about face, face mapping? mapping? What's this? Okay. Um, it would t- <laughs> oh my God, I'm horrified okay. and delighted. I've, no, I've, had, I've huh? had like a face reader on the Dates and Mates podcast and somebody that also has a site that does matching this way. So based on your facial features, uh-huh. there are people and there are computer algorithms that can tell what your your best qualities are. Like legitimately, oh if your ears are bigger, you are supposed to be better at listening. And there's all of this like ratio. Tell that to my between husband. I oh see? See? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> uh so they can actually plug all of these factors into a computer algorithm and look at what you're actually attracted to, what you connect with, and spit out matches for you. Do you think it's real? This, real? this smells a little like phrenology to me. Do you know like the the study of like bumps on people's heads? Oh my gosh. Well, Betsy, I would buy that I, too. Betsy, yeah, but- Betsy and Demona, I just watched that new Netflix series. Uh, don't It's the Indian matchmaking one. I don't know oh, yes. the name of it. And she went I think it's just the called face- Indian matchmaker. Oh, it is called Indian matchmaker. It okay. Is. I loved it. I love all dating yes. shows. I love everything dating. Yes. I want everybody to be happy and find their match and I want to cry <laughs> and I want a three month later update. Like I want to yep. see them like happily walking the dog they just got together at a rescue <laughs> and then having lattes. But she went wait, to- Wait, Alicia, a- <laughs> yes. congratulations on your dog by the way oh my god wait till we get to my bad story okay <laughs> <laughs> i love it it's so it's like having a when you said how many children you had i should have said my dog because it's like, <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the puppy stage but she went in that indian matchmaking show to the face man the face yeah, man face reader face yeah. reader <laughs> the face get man. the two to three months update though because spoiler alert none of those couples are still together <sighs> on that one so i don't know i don't know oh, about the astrology oh. yeah remember the astrologer was like you yeah. are going to meet your man you have a small window but that lady had issues that lady had issues i'm sorry yeah i don't know if anybody's seen it she was she had a lot of things she had a lot of baggage to unpack you should have helped oh. her are we Kids talking about the woman in Texas? Uh, yeah, Aparna. Honestly, Aparna. she's kind of why I stopped watching the show. Oh. I found her very annoying. She was I'm annoying. Sh- she was a I'm little sure she's annoying. lovely. I'm sure she's so nice. Those editors probably really got yes. some good. <laughs> you never 100%. know, right? Because there wonder. were lots of times where she would be on there and I'm like, she seems like a perfectly lovely person who is self-possessed and knows what she wants and doesn't take less than and I, I feel all of that but then also it was like oh, jesus it, it was a little much have you seen mm-hmm. love on the spectrum though <gasps> oh my god i love that That's show damn yeah that show made me so happy uh, it made me so happy too it really I did it did. I know, I and it really shows like i always oh. say dating is a learned skill like mm-hmm. we have this idea we've watched too many rom-coms and we think we should just know how to do that like we should just mm. attract our person and it's going to ha- work out mm-hmm. like the fairy tale and if they're like, right then you'll know how to be and yeah right. well Demona I went on 254 first dates before <gasps> I met my husband and documented them all <gasps> what <laughs> Betsy have I never have we never talked about no this? <laughs> 
Who knew we had uh, Carrie Bradshaw in our midst? I thought you knew this about me, which is why you were like, oh, this is a perfect match. So I started, <laughs> I started, I was like, Tamona, I wish, you know, I wish I'd had you. But I also was, um, at the time, I started online dating. This is about 12 years ago, 12 years ago. And I was had gotten out of a long-term relationship. And so I said, I'm just going to start dating everyone. So I joined every internet site, <laughs> every dating thing, and started going out on dates. And then at the time, I was um, doing a lot of stand-up. So every night, I would go talk about the dates, successes or failures, <laughs> um, like at Mike's. And then I just kind of went a little crazy because I got to a point where I was like anyone who would ask me out or show any interest I would say yes to because I was like maybe my online things so like at the drive-thru getting tacos yeah and they'd be like do you want extra sauce and I'd be like yes I'll go on a date with you like the guy down the street (laughs) would be like hey hey and I'd be like do you want to go on a date and I would date like everybody because I'm like I'm you know why wouldn't I go on all the dates and then I ended up doing a show about it and I toured for a long time doing this show and the last date the 254th date was my husband so I went (gasps) literally 254 dates they're all documented did (laughs) you meet him online you know I did I met the drive through Neither. I met him. I was doing at the Comedy Central stage a show, a full show about my dates. What? He was How in the audience. <laughs> I know he was in the audience. He came back to me at the end of the show, and I like slayed the show. Some nights it would be horrible. I had tons of friends there because I had this like special, and I'd actually invited people. And so all my friends were there, and this guy comes up, and he was a little like rough, and he had like a leather jacket on and like a a chain <laughs> wallet, which we've changed this since then. Yeah, he had a whole makeover. Uh, and he came up and he was like, I really liked your set. And I was like, I was like, oh, thanks. But I don't date guys who come to my show. It's just a show. And then what? he went back to the comedy store marquee, found out my name, Facebook messaged me. Whoa. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, and he was a like, great set. I just really wanted you to know this. And I was like, listen, I don't date guys who just actually come up to me anymore. Like I'm actually working on the material. The dating window's closed, blah, blah, blah. And then he followed up with like, listen, this is my whole life story. I have a daughter. This is where I work. This is who I am. I like these things. I enjoy Twinkies. I don't go, I, you know, like all this weird stuff. And he was like, if you never want to talk to me again, that's cool. But I wanted to be totally honest with you. I'm not a weirdo. Whoa. I just really liked your energy. And I was like, what is happening? He was so it was honest. Like love at first sight for him. Yes. Whoa. And then we ended up talking. He, he kept saying like we were t- messaging. And he would say, why don't you call me? And I'm a progressive traditionalist. And I said, well, I don't call I don't call guys the first time. He called me within <laughs> one minute. And we talked for nine hours on the phone. And next day met and I was a dating professional. And so as a dating professional who'd gone on 254 first dates, I was like, I got this. I got my date shirt. Uh-uh. I got a good place. And I saw him and I started dripping in sweat. Like straight up dripping Whoa. in sweat. Like couldn't make eye contact because literally he told me on our first date he was like you are special I know you are special I will stay around until you realize it too like I I will be here in two weeks he told me he loved me and he was like I'm gonna marry you and I'm like this guy's either a psychopath or like we're gonna get married and he was just like I'm gonna be here I know I know you I'll wait like and he waited till I was ready and he was so honest and so just like And so that was my, that's, that's what happened. But I was prepared. I was prepared because I'd been through the, I'd been through everything. So when I met this man who was like that, 
I know. So as and he I, was prepared because he knew your whole rule book. He knew he, he knew everything not to do he to did. not make the show next time. Yeah, <laughs> he studied up. He saw your show. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way you do it. Yeah, right. So it's true. I am so impressed. I mean, Lucky, my husband, his name is Lucky, but he, uh, he, he's the one that got Lucky. Hey, hey, hey. but it's true. That's <laughs> and all. I do truly feel like you two are like soulmates. Aww. You really do belong That's together. Me. I've never, I've never met Lucky, but I feel like I know him from Aww. your social media. <laughs> but, but it truly, I feel like you two are like a match made in heaven. It's Thanks, Bensy. I feel like that. I mean, I feel very fortunate. Yeah, it's like we're definitely. I, I'm. I mean, not to be like super so, like sappy, but I literally yesterday was like. I mean, we you know obviously have our things, but we. I was like crying because I love him so much. He's <laughs> like, because uh, 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 times are so hard. It's probably crying for lots of reasons. But you know, <laughs> and then I got a cocktail. But um, yeah. So that's a. But I love dating. As I bring it back to that, like I love the yes. dating, and I love that you're helping so many people because I truly believe in like love. I believe in love, <laughs> so I'm, I'm. It's very exciting to me. Yay. Even after I was 254 a, dates. <laughs> I was always a firm believer in like try on the shoe and see if it fits. Like you don't know what someone will be like one-on-one on a date. You don't know if maybe if it's just you two, if those feelings of like – I think we're just friends. You don't know if like maybe that will go away or whatever. And I feel like that helped – that definitely helped me and it wasn't that I wasn't listening to like my my gut telling me like this person's a creep or whatever but it was just like you know what let me let me give this a try let me sort of put myself in the headspace of like this person is a possible partner and then like see see how that feels mm. and I that- think it's a balance between like read the reviews on the shoes see what you know <laughs> see what different style read the reviews you know? on the shoes i love and, that like what's the return policy and then <laughs> make a you know take a calculated risk and get the shoe but you can always <laughs> return it you can always return it that's how i feel like i never get credit for this and i'm going to tell i'm just going to tell you <laughs> to this so um uh, so there's a stand-up named Naomi Eggparrigan, and she has a podcast called uh, Couples Therapy with um, Andrew Beckerman. And I know them both through improv comedy. And I remember before they – so now they're engaged. But, like, I remember when he was asking her out, and she was like, I don't know if I'm going to say yes. I don't know if I feel that way about him. And I told her – you should just try on the shoe and see if it fits. You never know. And she was like, oh, maybe. And and here we are like a zillion years later, like over a decade later, and she's – and they're engaged. And I've – I still haven't gotten credit for it, but um, I feel like they they should know. (laughs) You should tag them. That I totally do take credit for (laughs) – Jamona, do you get get invited to a lot of weddings – do you get invited to a um, wedding? Question one. Not if, do, really, actually. Oh, um, everyone should invite you. <laughs> I don't really love weddings. Is that weird? My husband and I, this is terrible. We're like, <laughs> we're like re- wedding reviewers. Like, we'll nice. We're those people that will sit in the back and be like, mm, too many bridesmaids. 
Mm, I didn't like that song. <laughs> Can you believe? Can you believe they did Trey Pass like this? Like, oh <laughs> we're the worst. Gosh. So now I'm never going to get invited to any weddings. But I did have a client that just got married just in the middle of COVID. She met oh. her man. She did a program with me last year and had been divorced for 13 years. And she was like, I, I've been doing this the wrong way. She'd been on and off dating apps. And she was like, just show me, just show me what to do, Demona. And yeah. she went through the process. She met up with two, two guys and then this man. And now a year and a half later, they're married. They were going to do like this whole, <sighs> this whole, um, destination wedding. And I just oh. feel so bad for all the people who've had to change yeah. major plans like that but they were yeah. just like why wait just tie the knot I did read on one of the things that you had posted about how um you need to be with someone all the seasons before you get <laughs> married and that's what my grandma said to me my 105 year old grandma would always say you need to be with your partner for all the seasons and my husband actually proposed to me before we'd been through all the seasons I was like hells no Grandma said, and Demona. I swear, my advice is more fresh than that. But oh no, I think that most people haven't heard that. I think that's I've never heard that. Well, I I got a lot of comments when I posted that too of people that were like, "No, but I met my my wife in college, and then we were together. We've been together forever." Or my, I have a really good friend whose husband proposed after 10 days and they're still together but I say I have to coach the rule and not the Mm. exception absolutely it can work out and sometimes it does but I can't teach that like then people are going to be like it's going to happen magically for me overnight and that's usually not how it goes it's the sentiment behind it too you know like you're saying you're just saying like just like what you were saying, Betsy, of like try the shoe on and see if it fits. Like just be in the experience for a little bit. And mm-hmm. I think that speaks to like the quickness of what I'm seeing dating is about like I can't imagine being a COVID oh. dater right now and how or to just, deal with all that. <laughs> so much yeah. online dating I feel like is it's it seems very looks based and you kind of you just mm-hmm. kind of write someone off pretty quickly if if they don't look I mean, I know so many people who say my partner isn't my type. Do you know what I mean? Mm, Like the type of people that I think of myself as attracted to or dating are this, but I actually ended up with this. And that's true of myself. I've heard a lot of other people say that. You know, it's funny though, Demona, when you were talking about the facial recognition thing, okay, I have this theory. Um, (laughs) Okay. I, when, when I see people, do you ever notice like people who and and I and this this goes across genders. This goes across races. This, like I I notice that a lot of people in in long term relationships often have facial features that are similar. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? There's like something about the mm-hmm. landscape of their face. Mm-hmm. The, it's the like space. when people say they that people look like their dogs too. Yes, <laughs> and there I do have this like. That theory that maybe there's something like they see that face and there's something that reflects back to them as like safe or loving or or like familiar that's the other thing Mm. like people often will like end up with someone that looks like maybe one of their parents and I often wonder if that's just because that person feels like safe and familiar like they won't Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Yeah, they're not dangerous or <laughs> um yeah. so yeah. That's absolutely a thing. And also it makes me think of another uh phenomenon of mirroring. Like mm. if you mirror someone's mm. vocal tone or body language, they automatically feel more connected to you. <gasps> totally. And so this is something that happens naturally as you know somebody over time. But mm. I actually teach my clients how to do this to create connection. Is that cheating? Love it. Is that cheating? No, mm-hmm. that's that's incredibly <laughs> clever. I just watched a master class on the art of negotiation. And that's literally <laughs> one of the top things hostage <laughs> negotiators do Wait, in times of crisis. <laughs> so this is just that a zigzag. <laughs> no, I'm so- Well, I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, you got to catch them and keep them, you know? Yes, catch them and keep it's, and That's right. So any way you can relate to someone at the beginning to find common ground, to ease in that interaction. I mean, those are both high stakes situations in different ways, right? Your possible mate could be there or someone could rob a bank. Like mirroring is a tactic we can all use. <laughs> Absolutely. As long as it's not like so obvious and weird. Like sometimes I'll teach people and I'm like, no, 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 no. Not like that. Like you can't, it's not like the robot or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like when your little brother is like mimicking you and trying yeah. to make you crazy. Yes. It's like leaning in or like, you know, yeah. crossing your yeah. legs or I, I do think that a lot of people don't think of this thing. It's like it's 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 even in ordering right so i mean always order what you want we're, we're grown-ass women and grown people but like if someone if it's like if saying like oh what would what oh what would you like oh do you want to start with a first course if someone's like sure i'll take a salad as a first course oh sure i'll have this too not like i'm just here for dessert you know what i mean or like what kind of like what do you want to drink oh i don't drink i'm having i'm i don't drink i'm having a tea and then it's like oh okay that information i'm going to process right. maybe to make that person more comfortable i will also order a diet soda i was going you know? to get a tequila shot but maybe this will <laughs> right. steer me in a different direction i mean i've been in those situations or even work meetings where you go yeah. out back in the day where someone's like oh i'll have a martini and you're like yes. oh great i'll have a gin and tonic you know, you it sets the tone when you're mirroring thing, situations as well as body behavior, t- you know, and, and whatnot. I think it's a great general w- rule for taking yourself out of your own presence and being truly connected. It's a way to connect, even if it is superficial at the beginning, but I, I believe it can help. That's something we teach in improv comedy is like if someone comes, if your scene partner comes in a certain way, that if mm. you match them, it puts you on the same page like right away. So if they come in tentative and nervous, if you are also tentative and nervous, it sort of bonds the two of you together with that agreement. It's interesting. Actually, that's a great tip. I I use a lot of improv um, techniques in teaching people Mm -hmm. how to flirt, actually, and teaching people how to tell stories (laughs) and be better listeners. It's so valuable. And it's not even about, as you know, it's not about being funny. It's about being real, right? And like really committing to the moment that you're in. So being a good listener, an active listener. Yeah, you'd be a great dating coach, Betsy. (gasps) Thank you. (laughs) Come on over to the dark side. (laughs) I'm into it. Oh, I wish. Yeah, I do think that improvisers are are fun to date because, yeah, they're they keep the conversation going. They're fun. They're they usually have some deep dark 
sad clown situation. Oh my gosh, you guys definitely have to do like a collaboration where you take your like a like a workshop where yes. you're gonna bring all your daters to Betsy's improv yes. class and then yes. it'll turn into a documentary and I'll watch it. Great. On Netflix. I mean, yes. On Netflix. Why not? This is Speaking like into the universe. Thank yes. you. Yes. I'm I'm gonna produce it. So I mean this great. is a great idea. And why not? The, the, people need this. It's just, it's it's great. I'm so Demona. excited. Let's make it happen. Life has been a little overwhelming lately, right? We don't all have the support system in place that we normally do. And you might be feeling less happy and productive than normal. And you might be thinking, maybe it's time to talk to somebody so that you can start living your best life. BetterHelp is a safe and private online environment. They will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And you can send a message to your counselor at any time and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. And this is all without having to leave your house, (laughs) you know, find parking, sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, get a babysitter, all of that. BetterHelp is available for clients worldwide. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not even be available in your area. They have licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, family conflicts, grief, anger, self-esteem, LGBT matters. It's professional, convenient, and it's more affordable than traditional online counseling. And financial aid is available. Everything you share is confidential. So many people have been going to BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So I want you to start living a happier life today. So as a Why Mommy Drinks listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month of online counseling by visiting betterhelp.com drinks. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash drinks. I'm going to start off telling you what's been uh, what's been breaking me. It's oh, it's a continuation of uh what's been happening recently. Um you know, uh my kids are all well not all of them, but my 8-year-old and my 9-year-old are homeschooling, you know, doing distance learning. Mm-hmm. And something that's been really challenging, you know, and my four-year-old has been distance uh, being neglected, uh, <laughs> you know, distance, uh, go play this app uh, and yes. we'll see you in an hour. Um, but so my my kids, it's really hard to keep track of what they're doing mm. unless you're sitting there, which a lot of parents do and God bless. A lot of parents do just sit there with their kid like next to them or near them and keep tabs on what they're supposed to be doing. But that's um, super crazy uh, for my lifestyle at least. Yeah, that's hard. Uh, no shade to anyone who's doing that. I but like <laughs> I, I can't do that. But slash like I also will not do that. Like I, mm. I feel like that's – that to me is so beyond. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know. Like you're you're at school, like a teacher is here. 
our tax dollars are paying for this. Like, and they're of if- age. Like, they're they're like a nor like they're like an age to be able to open like their their pencil case. Well, you know what I mean? Like, they don't, don't need like <laughs> I mean, unless they're like mom. But you know, I feel like that's a great age. That's a good age, and they're not four, is what I'm saying. You know, like- right? Exactly. Yeah. Um. So my expectation certainly is that they should be able to do this, and that if they if they can't, then there's an issue probably with just kind of how this is being done overall. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, and, and there's a part of me also that's just like I'm capitulating to the fact that distance learning, no matter how hard we try, is probably going to be kind of a shit show no matter what. And that's OK. And right. we're all experiencing it. So. You know, it's not like, oh, you're the one whose kids didn't really learn that year. Like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But I keep coming in. So, like, this morning, for example, I go in to – it's very hard to keep track of what everyone is supposed to be doing, even Mm. though they – they are like, okay, here – all of the information is on this one site and – there's these things and sometimes you have to go here and check this and then print this off and then make sure that they do this and they input it on this other app. There's like a lot of apps going on at once. There's a lot of things to check. I feel like I am constantly being made aware of things that I did not know Hmm. were supposed to be happening. Mm -hmm. Um, like we had back to school night yesterday where both schools had, you know, the principal talked and then uh, then you like go to a smaller Zoom and talk with the teacher and the other parents are there. Um, and, uh, and, and you know, so people will be like, well, what about the blah, blah, blah? And you're like, what the fuck is blah, blah, blah? Like you have no, <laughs> the, they'll be talking about the, the, that. So that literally happened. They're like, so in the morning when they open up the morning page and blah, blah, blah. And I eventually had to be like, I am so sorry. I have no idea what this morning page is and if we're <laughs> supposed to be doing it. And I don't know what's happening. Betsy, so, yeah. and you're in like a Zoom with other parents without the teacher? No, this was back to school night. So that was yesterday. And it was a Zoom with the other parents and the teacher. Oh, I just don't like breakout rooms. I'm so confused. <laughs> people are like, and now we're going to go to a breakout room. I'm like, this was not on the sign-up sheet. <laughs> this was not, you know. So okay. okay now we okay. all have to straggle off, and yeah. someone's oh, not coming, so and awkward. I oh. might not know where to go, and then I'm in yeah. some virtual <laughs> void. And then the people that will not mute when like <gasps> the teacher is talking, and you're just like, go, go, stop it! Will you just yes. stop it? Yes. Someone was, someone was at back to school night and they were at a restaurant ordering and we could all hear them being like um i'm gonna hang out and it was just like (laughs) and also i wanted to say to the teacher like do you know how to mute the other people because as a host you you can do that but i didn't want to make the tea i didn't want it to be like i was Telling the teacher, teacher explaining yeah. the teacher. Yeah, I didn't want to teacher explain. 
And maybe it's because the teacher's a dude. Maybe that was it. I was like, I'm not going to tell this white man how to do things. But I don't know. That would have been what I wanted to. Yeah. I have no patience. My husband's like, calm down. Stop interjecting. I'm the same. Come on. Pull it together. Zoom etiquette. Yeah, there was so much background noise. So, so yeah. So, like last night, I get this email um, uh, from Schoology, um, which let's all be honest, it should be like Schoology, but Schoology, okay. Um, okay, it was okay. taken. The name was taken. Probably <laughs> is that right? <laughs> just it's like no. Even the teacher was like, "We're going on Schoology because uh, it's like Zoology." Anyway, Schoology. Yeah. So I get this email from Schoology for whatever reason, even though my husband is on Schoology, he doesn't get this email. And it's like, your son Rex has not done this assignment. And then I ask Rex this morning about it. And he's like, oh, I did that. So it's like, you just don't know what is happening at any given moment. I went in there today. Rex was sitting in this big chair that we have in the playroom, which is where his his workspace office area is and he was in this big chair he um and all scrunched down so i couldn't see what was on his screen um and and i finally looked and it was like his teacher was was just on the screen okay his teacher was on the screen silent um just looking at the kids (laughs) And then, <laughs> and then he he had turned his video off, and he, uh-huh. my kid, was looking at some website that was talking about like Just Dance 21, 2021 Just Dance is coming out, and here are some things. Like they were just like, wait, what? And I was like, what are you supposed to be doing? He's like, I don't know. My teacher's not saying anything. And I was like, well. Oh, and then his teacher is like, three more minutes. And I was like, uh. <laughs> Rex, it feels like maybe there's something you're supposed to be doing. And he's like, I don't know. I went to the bathroom and I came back and this is what's happening. I was like, Aww. well, maybe you need to ask her what's happening because it sounds like maybe there's a quiz or <laughs> – you know, um, it's not on Just Dance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure whatever it is, she wasn't like, please go on to YouTube and <laughs> oh, find out what dances are going to be on the new Just Dance 2021. <laughs> um, so so he wouldn't. And, and it was just like, ugh. so finally, my I was like, I am going to go on there and ask your teacher if you don't. And he was like, no. And and so I was like, okay, well, then daddy's going to do it. Daddy's going to go on and ask your teacher if you don't. And so I was made to leave the room so that my husband – and she was like, yeah, they're supposed to be writing something and, like, there's a minute left. Yeah. So it's just like a, this is it's like this all the time where like you'll just find a child in a room that's not their room where their desk is. And you'll be like, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, I'm on break. And then they'll tell you that they have to come. It's just, I'm on break. And you'll look over at the computer and the teacher is talking to the screen and you're like, are you? Oh, that, that's what those other kids are doing. I'm not in that group. Like you just never know what's happening. 
and um, it's really confusing. And- That's so hard. I like the thing I can't get over. I can't get over the fact that for like we as parents are the very first parents who've had to exist with our children being raised in technology. And for mm. so long, it was like, okay, don't put your kid ages zero to seventeen on any form of screen. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, an hour. Okay, two hours. And now we're like twenty-four hours a day. You yes. must take Zoom meetings from small baby like and the kids are like wait you told me i was never allowed to watch youtube and now youtube's the only way i learn science like right <laughs> and you i know? tell and when my kids have a break or whatever they want to look at a screen and i'm yes. like no no you you have to give your your brain and your eyes a rest you you need to like move around and do something else and they're like I'm a, like they they get so mad when I tell them that they can't look at a screen when Man, they're not in so school confusing. looking at a screen. It's like how do you draw that line because there's just there there's no lines. We all have no idea what we're doing. Yeah. We're literally like, "Oh, here's a really fun learning app." And then yeah. my daughter will be then I'll be like, "Oh, go do this learning app because if I do give her a learning app when I have to work, then I do, then I personally don't feel as guilty." Exactly. Like, oh, she's totally learning Chinese right now. Cool, yep. cool. And then it's like and then <laughs> And a few minutes later, she'll be like, Mom, can I watch Daniel Tiger or Dino Dana? And I'll be like, no, you can't. And she'll say, but it's a learning program. And <laughs> I, she, she's got me on a technicality. Yeah. But I, I I don't know where to do it. And so, Betsy, I can't even imagine having a kid that age who you're not monitoring all the time because you're not supposed to monitor all the time. But then there's no way <laughs> to monitor can't. them. Yes. Yeah. You hire my husband and he'll come over and monitor. <laughs> he is like on them. He Ooh, has like checklists. No. And I, I gave up a long time ago. I quit. We're in a big two. I already quit. <laughs> but he's just like going through their assignments and everything. And we're doing a little pod wow. with another family. We talked to them last night and they were like, we have no idea like what assignments our kids have actually completed. They just say, yeah, we did it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is your husband a Virgo? He is. Ah, I'm a Virgo too. I'm a Virgo. I'm a Sag. I was just like, forget it, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Live in a moment. Demona, does your husband have like a full time job, or is he is he sort of like the the parent on call right now? Um, He's a writer, so he's developing a couple shows and. I don't know what happens. I I just know he goes to his office and the checks come in. So something's happening. I don't That's know. That's good. I don't Great. know. It's not my business. I have my space. He has his space. We both get our stuff done. And then all of the checks say uh, in the memo, it says cam boy. Uh, <laughs> that could I be love- it. I don't know. Look, if it pays the bills, <laughs> please don't knock it. <laughs> that would be hilarious if my <laughs> my Virgo husband was a camboy. <laughs> oh my god! Tune in to watch me boss my kids. <laughs> I also want that. Oh, that is that is so provocative. <laughs> As, I, 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 <laughs> oh, oh, Alicia, 
what has uh, what's broken you? Tell us. Oh tell my us all. gosh, this week really, like, really broke me, and I just feel like I put it upon myself because I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, because as you mentioned, we like got a puppy, and we succumbed to this quarantine puppy f- situation, and we <laughs> mm-hmm. had tried to adopt a puppy twice in Los Angeles. And I don't know if you all know what's happening, but it's a competitive, vicious market for adoption right now. Yeah. Like all the dogs are adopted. And then like, I won't say the name of the place, but it's a fancy adoption place. Didn't know that existed. And we tried everything. I'm talking, I emails, social media. So we went to this place and it costs like $600 to adopt a dog. And I'm not talking a puppy. I'm talking any dog. Like I'll take a three-legged dog. I'll take a one-eyed dog. I'll take like any mutt dog. And (laughs) we- That's a lot of money. And then they ask you for a donation. On On top top of that. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So um, my family, I don't think, donate as much. So they put you through an interview process with the dog where your family falls in love with the dog that you're trying to adopt after you wait in a hot parking lot (laughs) for over three hours waiting for your turn with the dog. And you get sent home not knowing if you got the dog or who else is paying more money. It's like it's like a hustle. There's a there's a bad situation going on in Los Angeles. I mean, the people are like they're doing good stuff because all the dogs are adopted. Wait, can you say the name and we'll just bleep it out? I'll tell you later. Okay. I promise. Because I'm so worried because they're attached to like a lot of things. <laughs> and I know one of my friends who work, so my friends who do stuff and have adopted the, a dog. Is it the Scientology? Yes. No, dog adoption. No, because no, I don't have friends with Scientology. No offense, but I don't. Um, but so anywho, so we tried. It, my My husband was really devastated. But, you know, everything works out cosmically because we drove across the country. And to have a dog, that would have been incredibly rough because we like um, we camped all the way and I don't camp that's a whole other thing mm-hmm. um but we got here and we bought a dog because that's what I guess it is you we got a dog from this place that only has two litters a year and and they're um they're it's adorable you can check out my dog on my Instagram and because <laughs> everyone should love my dog Django um and Django is a uh, a Britney poo so it's a Britney and a poodle mixed and he's just like looks like he's one of those like teddy bear looking dogs and he's hypoallergenic all these great things he's gonna be an emotional support dog he's he's beautiful he's so good but leading up to this my daughter still hasn't been around another child for over six months now so like she, we got a dog because she we're like she needs to have something more than just parents who sometimes are friends but not friends because we're always her parents and that's not how we wanted to parent but since she doesn't have any friends I can't pretend to be a Barbie doll or like a pirate in four hours of the day I'm losing my mind so we thought like a dog would be great so wait really up- quick Alicia is your stepdaughter where is your stepdaughter I know that's the thing because you're right she usually is with us all summer we haven't seen her since um, this year because she's in she was in Seattle and which was very hard because we she was like still at school and then not the same quarantining and she was gonna have to fly so she just moved back to Los Angeles County like two weeks ago and um so she when we get back to LA hopefully we'll be able to set up um meeting her so 
that was so I think but I think she's excited about seeing the dog but I do miss Ella that's it's hard um that's a whole thing so we have to FaceTime her all the time and like you know mm-hmm. not being able to almost see your other kid for nearly a year when we get to see her is crazy who's mm-hmm. only 16 you know but we got the dog and before leading up to the dog my daughter was so pumped and we were talking about responsibility we watched training videos because as I mentioned I'm a Virgo and everything was like I made lists we bought treats we I I researched everything and then my daughter for about a week prior to getting the dog only wanted to act like a dog all day (laughs) (laughs) like dedicated a dedicated dog like I mean food on the floor only responding to dog like oh come on indiana no or, 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 or like a dog but a happy dog she's like a really happy dog wait, like, wait, like, like Alyssa, what <laughs> tell me about your dog's name you named your dog Django. Django. After as Django, in right Django unchained <laughs> i know right after Django reinhardt yes i mean yes that's similar we've named jane after Django reinhardt because my husband and i both like gypsy jazz and the story of Django reinhardt having a disability and lo- creating a whole different way of playing guitar with only three fingers what i've never heard of any of this Django wow. Reinhardt, you must play Django Reinhardt music. You're going to fall in love and have a small dance party, and you're going to love it. <laughs> okay, and, great. Yes, I mean, Django Reinhardt, I love Gypsy Jazz. I was and sure so, that this was a Quentin Tarantino hero. No, too. I'm glad I mean, you clarified that. No, thank you. No, I don't. I don't really. Django or um, Quentin Tarantino movies are a little too violent for me. I get very nervous. My Fair. husband yeah. loves them. I like, but I so I haven't even seen it. But I do know the name of the movie. So, but okay. So name? anyway, sorry. Go on. Oh no. So my daughter was acting like a dog. We get the dog. <laughs> the dog is is hard but good but like so cuddly but a puppy so it's like biting and peeing and we're getting up to walk (laughs) him at night and crating and he's yipping and it's like a there's pooping everywhere so it's like all the dog stuff so like and then on top of that my daughter's now terrified of the dog so she'll just like take off running like "Ah!" yesterday she was like why did we get a dog because that was another thing I forgot to mention. My daughter's terrified of dogs, and we thought if we got a Wait. dog, she'd get over her ter- being terrified of <laughs> a dog. Yes, or she'll be tortured and end up. In so therapy. we're like, if we get a small puppy, you're right. Oh my god! But she lo- now you're- she's like, okay. Oh and we're also like intense. So we we created. Speaking of online school, because I felt like. Indiana should have, um, her name is Indiana. Indiana should have, um, school because we recently moved from Koreatown to South Pasadena and pulled her out of preschool and then COVID hit and we didn't have her in a new preschool. So she doesn't even have, you were my neighbor and I didn't even know it. (sighs) You were, oh, you were both of our neighbors. neighbors. Oh my goodness. What? No, wait, now you're, where are you? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We're close. I mean, now I'm South Pass. But not right now. I'm in I'm in Columbus, Indiana at this moment. I'm on East Coast time. But in so wait, I forgot what I was talking about. I got I got so many things in my brain. Oh, so your she, daughter is acting like a dog. Yeah. She was acting like a dog. We got the dog. She's terrified of the dog. She didn't want she wanted to get a dog. I talked her into getting a dog. We got a dog. Our dog is adorable and a terror, but more adorable today than yesterday. Like every day is getting better. But yesterday we're out swimming. My parents have a lake and we're swimming in the lake my daughter gets out we're like ready to come home check on the dog she walks across the deck and gets a splinter 
And this is not like a little splinter. This was like a inch and a half splinter. And I'm talking Mm. her amount of trauma (laughs) went crazy. Scream. (laughs) And my daughter's very calm, but like also, you know, bold and sassy, but but very great. (laughs) She's a good kid. Like she doesn't freak out. She just doesn't. She doesn't throw temper tantrums. She just is good. She is. And she flipped out in a way that was like two neighbors around my parents' giant lake walked over from their house to see if like child protective services needed to be called because she decided to revert back to being a dog. (laughs) She literally started barking and snarling and tried to bite us. She was like, and I was like, Indiana, I have to get the splinter out because it was so bad. She couldn't walk on it on the bottom of her foot. So she literally was like, like wouldn't speak just barking and wailing like a dog kicking she ran over to my mom's flower bed and acting like she was digging in the dirt what? like she went but you guys i'm not kidding i don't know what's <laughs> happened Co- like quarantine's broken our family we're all, totally we're normal like, no, to- nothing I mean, to hear right totally fine my mom was like the neighbor stopped by she was like just got a splinter don't worry about it dolores <laughs> Like everyone, like some guy rode up on a bike and was just like, "Hey Ted, everything's cool." My daughter's like, no "Splinters! It's like a full Splinter. moon. It turns children into werewolves. It's fine." Total breakdown. And my daughter, when she did start talking again, because we gave her two pieces of banana bread and an ice cream, just so I could try to get the tweezers by her foot. That's when she started crying, and she's like, "I mentioned never said anything mean to me." She goes, "She was started." sobbing and like growling again and she that's when she said for the first time ever she said you're not my mommy and I don't love you and that's the first time she's ever said anything and I've heard of people's children's doing these things and I was like never mind and I started crying because it was my breaking point I started crying and my mom came over and she goes and I'm never coming to your house Grammy and it was like this demon werewolf dog child was just like I had no idea she knew what to say to be hurtful so i'm crying yeah. she's crying the neighbors are like trying to come closer to us see what's like i mean when i say screaming you guys like think of an infant scream when you're like oh Whoa. god that's an infant that for two hours Whoa. two hours to straight she lost her voice until i finally Whoa. got and then we had to hold her down because the splinter it wasn't like yeah. a little splinter we soaked it we did all the things i'm googling everything baking soda anything you could do i ended up getting it and holding her and like cry- she was crying and i stopped crying but i literally was like i it was the worst the worst and of course I was like my husband wasn't there and I was like you're never here when these things happen because he would stay (laughs) home with the dog and I was like I'm the one that always has to do the splinters in life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but it was just and then then she she forgot about it like she I put her in a bath and she to soak to make sure any particles and then she was like I love you mama everything's cool and I'm like I'll never forget yeah isn't that crazy how they can just like something so dramatic can happen and then they're just over it like it never even happened 
and she's never made me cry like that like you guys oh. i was holding it together but i started like crying because i was like oh my god this is so sad i'm so <sighs> sad so it literally and when you say like why drinking i came home and like my husband had the wine already poured he was like you deserve Attaboy. it right. tap out <laughs> like, good like, okay a, but it was uh, but the dog, yeah. it was like she was literally acting like a dog and today she's back to normal she's not being a ferocious rabie dog but Alicia, totally- <laughs> I've been I've been in your shoes like I've had my kids say horrible things to me and it's really really hard if not impossible to take to not take it personal and to not yeah. get be hurt by it it does it hurts cuz it's like you're you're a person that I love you know more than any other person and I I do so much for you for you to make you happy and for you to say something like I don't love you or you're not my mom it's just like it 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 hurts you can't not hurt it really hurt I'm sorry that happened to you too like it's just it was so it was so weird and sad and it's mm-hmm. like you know and you think like you know it's one of those things and I know she doesn't mean it and it, but in that moment mm-hmm. she meant it in that mm-hmm. moment she really was full of anger and that was like hard too because you try to I'm all about like all children should have all their emotions right you're but feeling angry like your anger and I never I never get upset I don't when I've never like I just like I thought I'd be the parent who like kind of yelled and lost it when things get crazy I get super calm like Mm. everyone always knows when like things are going crazy because I just drop into like this weird calm place like the whole time she was she said that and I was like I'm, I know you have these feelings, but I wanted to be like, why did you do this to me? I just like started crying. It was so yeah. hard. And then I said, can I hold you? Like, can I give you a hug? And she was like, don't you dare touch my body. <gasps> this is my body and my choice. Oh. And I'm like, oh God, which I've taught her to say. I'm very <laughs> proud good. of her in that's retrospect. Good I know, that's go. good. But that at that moment, I'm like, oh God, did the neighbors hear that too? Oh. Jesus Christ. You know? Right. <laughs> what are they thinking? Oh. But yeah, so it's, it was a heartbreak. It was a crazy heartbreak. Those moments like that where you have to hurt them, you know what I mean? Like yes. you have to clean a wound or, you know, take out a splinter are so hard because you have to do it. But then yes. they're so upset and they know you are hurting them. You're right there. It's it's awful. It's it is. And you don't want to lie because she kept saying, like, is this going to hurt me? Right. And I said, I won't lie to you. This could hurt. And it wasn't. It was literally about an inch, like a huge Oof. piece of wood went horizontal. Whoa. So I had to, like, cut it with the splinter and then dig out the – cut oh it with a needle and then dig it out. So, so you were just like doing Old needle. West surgery over there. You I had her bite a stick. Like- <laughs> she had a shot of whiskey. <laughs> I should, that's the one step I forgot. You put a leech on there. You cut her hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that see that didn't come Rough. up in my Google what? search. <laughs> Put a leech on. Cut her hair. Yeah, just... <laughs> so yeah. That was the real a real trauma because it went from me like an adorable dog to rabid meanness. But... <laughs> my all of my kids, they've never had a dog phase, although one of my brothers did, but they've all had cat phases and it, usually my four-year-old has been talking to me as a cat for, for months now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Like one's food on the floor too, like lapping it up. No, but you know, the first thing he'll he'll say like, um, like he'll usually greet me as a cat. He'll come onto my bed and he'll meow. He'll pretend to be a cat. He'll stretch like a cat, and he'll he'll tell me about himself as like the cat. He's got a certain he's he he. He says he's a bring back cat. I don't know. Bring it, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Yeah. And he has a funny little like speech impediment where he always sounds kind of Italian. So he's like, a bring a back a cat. Um, and uh, I don't know why that is. I don't. I love it. I don't know. I mean, I love that creative play. Could you mm-hmm. imagine yeah. if like we still did that in our lives? <laughs> like I just went to my husband. I was like, meow. I mean, I'm sure some couple really get into that. And he's like, ruff, ruff. I'm like, that was just like the norm. And then it's like, meow, meow. And like, I was like, he put my plate out for dinner. And I'm just like knocking on the floor. Like, meow, meow. Having a snuggle up. That's how I wake him up. He'd probably be like, what is going on? I don't know. But like when like isn't that we like lose that right like, we were told like you're not supposed to be a cat all the time <laughs> once you turn seven but i may bring that back i may bring it back cat bring it back cat mm. <laughs> that's where it comes from yeah. so demona please tell us what has broken you well everything has broken me in quarantine it's like death by a thousand cuts oh. like yeah <laughs> The distance learning slash no sleep. My son's never been a good sleeper slash pretty much the, the, just the interaction between the two of them. But one thing that, uh uh yes, (laughs) but (laughs) at least I don't have any vomit. And I keep telling myself this, I'm knocking on wood because as as soon as I say something like that, then Mm -hmm. (laughs) then it's like the universe will bring it to me. (laughs) But when my son was young, he had a vomit situation a lot. And I am not a, I'm not so good with the vomit. I've always been like, I'm kind of a lightweight. Mommy does drink, but mommy can only drink like about eight ounces (laughs) before things, things go south. So I was always that person like in college, I was always the one making sure my girlfriends got home and like holding their head over the toilet. And I'm really scarred and traumatized by that. <laughs> like, because I have my life together, now I'm subjected to this. So, you know, I was always afraid of morning sickness. And thank God, I don't know how I made it through. I never got mornings. I never actually threw up with any of them. Yeah. Um, I was nauseous, but I, I held it together. There was There was a time though in the underground in Seattle where things almost went a different way. But of <laughs> course, of course, knowing this, Wait, what does I that even mean? Done. Yeah, do you hold it in and run upstairs or like swap like what happened? Oh, like you were in like the subway? You know the underground there's like a the city was actually built like, I don't know, fifty feet <gasps> under oh. where it is now. And so oh, there's yes. this whole like underground city, old I've West town. It, it it's smells so cool. terrible. It smells <laughs> terrible. And if you are in the first trimester of pregnancy, it is not advisable. <laughs> so got it. there was a moment I was down there. I was like, oh my God, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. We're down <laughs> here in the catacombs. <laughs> but it didn't wow. happen. But then, of course, my son came out, same, same pregnancy. And he is just, he just is an uncontrollable vomiter. 
So yeah, he, like, does he have a tricky gag reflex? Well, I we've there got are one of those. I didn't realize that now I understand. But back when he was younger, he would throw up in the car, like mm-hmm. rear facing. He would throw up oh, if he was sick, and he was like he coughed to the point where he threw up, mm-hmm. and he would almost always throw up on planes. And I got to the point where I was like, mm, I really don't want to take him anywhere. And my daughter, I traveled with her constantly when she was little. And I would always, I would take her on planes. She was, she had more frequent flyer miles than some adults by the time she was like two. But my son, I was like, I can't, I can't have this. So you're just grounded. But there was one year it was... It was like, he was almost two. It was Thanksgiving. We had to go back to New York to visit with my husband's family. And so I was like, all right, we're going to try it. So of course, while he's there, he gets a little cold and it didn't, it didn't matter if it was a little cold or a big cold. Like if he was coughing or sneezing or had any phlegm or mucus, like there was a high likelihood that it was coming up. So we get through the trip, no vomit. We board the plane to go home from New York to L.A. So he's sitting on my lap. My daughter's sitting next to me. My husband's on the aisle. And he starts to have a coughing fit. (laughs) And I was like, it's going to be okay. Because he was at the tail end of the cold. I'm like, it's going to be fine. We're going to be fine. And then I start to see him like do this thing where he's kind of (laughs) gasping. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. So I go in and I reach for the the you know little baggie bag. yeah and i grab it i have it in my hand and just as i'm about to open it he like projectile vomits all over the top of the bag it slides down the top of the bag all down my legs i always brought a change of clothes for the kids not for me so it's all on my pants and then it kind of as i'm trying to pick it up from the top of the bag it slides it goopy slides over onto my daughter's ipad that she's watching she starts freaking out she's like five right now so she's freaking out and like Everyone in the cabin, we're about halfway through a six hour flight. Oh, no. So then the smells start coming up. Intense, let me tell you. I am so impressed, though, with the flight attendants because it was like they have done this so many times. Like, flight attendants (laughs) came over and they're like, all right, put down. Put down this plastic bag. Okay. Spray a little of this, this, this powder. Okay. Put this on top of it. Okay. Oh. Give me this. Change your clothes. It was like they had a whole system. They did not crack. Was it Delta? Girl, I don't remember. <laughs> it might have been Delta. Did you have a vomit experience on Delta? No, but I, I, someone did have a vomit experience near me and they were like on it. And so I think I just it was Delta. It they must have a vomit shout they, out protocol. Delta. <laughs> Well, having having done this, having done this podcast for about four years and and hearing many, many, you know, hundreds of stories, I I have to say, I have heard a lot of stories about (laughs) little kids puking and shitting everywhere on airplanes. So they must have to deal with unreal messes. So foul. I mean, people around us were asking, they were like, can we move? Can we please move away? And <laughs> yeah, I was like, it is on me. Okay. I understand. They were like, I'm so sorry. The flight is completely full. So after that, we <laughs> oh didn't travel God. for a really long time. Turns out much 
much later. There was another time he was coughing and I was like, it really looks like he's struggling to breathe, but he's second kid. And so I was like, I don't want to be, it's probably fine. I don't want right. to be like too worried. <sighs> right. And finally I called my doctor and she's like, send me a video. And then she was like, okay, this kid definitely has asthma and he's struggling to oh, breathe and you need to actually like take him in right now and we need to put him on a nebulizer. Whoa. And so it was, it was the asthma. And then it turns out he also has a vestibular processing thing. So the rear What's facing that? would always make him dizzy. So it was like this perfect storm oh. for both travel and coughing when he was sick that just produced a lot of mucus and- oh well, I good feel job like we've got it in under there. control, but yeah. I so sucks, I just every but... day I just I say I put my hands together and I pray and I thank I express <laughs> gratitude for lack of vomit on me and I just hope that this winning streak can continue because everything else is just just a hot mess. <laughs> I don't need that hot mess as well. No. Oh my god, that's a nightmare. So for three hours, oh. you were just covered in vomit. Couldn't do anything about it. My daughter's complaining because oh. her iPad also smells like vomit. Oh my God. And I have a sick oh. child on my lap on top Ooh. of it. And everyone oh. around me complaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You stink. But, you, know, you go nose blind after a while, you know, so then everybody just acclimated and we, we made it. Nose blind. That's a phrase I've, I've never heard of that phrase and it makes such sense. I, d I didn't make it up. I think like Febreze made it up in a commercial or something. Oh. <laughs> but it's it's a, it's a thing, right? You smell it. It's really terrible for a while. And then it's yeah. Nothing. How do you guys feel about people who um, there there was like this whole movement that may still exist when you flew when you fly with infants and people were like some parents, mostly like very crafty moms were making like little Ziploc baggies of yeah. like, my child's going to be on this plane. Here's a shot of vodka, earplugs, yeah. <laughs> you know, my phone number to text me like and passing them out to everybody like, you know, apologizing pre flight. No, I am very anti that. Me too. Me yeah, too. I'm just like, I'm like deal with it. Deal with it. Yeah, I've dealt like, with your apologize. kids for years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's my thing. No, I mean I want to receive a free package. Like I want a swag bag from somebody else's kid, but I like I'll take your bag. But I don't like. I was always for a mo for a hot second. I was this, Demona. I was the same. We f we flew a lot with Indiana when she was uh when we well pre this. We were on flights all the time, and I thought, should I be doing that? Like, because, you know, she would cry or this or that. But I just thought, you know, no. <laughs> it no. seems like people can deal. Yeah, so like maybe they had to sit in a vomit smell going nose blind. <laughs> people can deal. I feel terrible. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, I would have had to pass out drinks to the entire plane. <laughs> <laughs> all of coach they pull that little curtain in first class they're like no vomit smell up here <laughs> Demona did anyone send you a drink right Aww, that's what I'm right? talking about that's what it should have been right no. yeah no, that's what my husband and I like to do if we see Aww. someone who's like on a flight alone with their kids and they're having a hard time we will send them a drink that is really I kind. I vow to do that from now on, Betsy. Right? That is a great idea. Wouldn't that make you yes. so happy? It would make me yes. so happy. Although if I drank, then I then we might have had more vomit. So it's probably better. <laughs> <laughs> Demona. Keep it neutral. Well, is there any where can people find you online? What should they check out? What what have you got to promote? I want to send people your way. 
Well, I'm on all the socials at Demona Hoffman. I don't have any cute dog pics <laughs> like you do, Alicia. I, I was I was checking out your dog a little earlier. And yeah, the dog's I'm, I'm pro cute. Django, but <laughs> but I do have a lot of cool uh, tips and um, interviews and all kinds of stuff from the Dates and Mates podcast, and that's the other place where people can hear me. Modern love made simple: dating and relationship advice headlines, who's dating who, what shows you need to watch on Netflix if you love love shows oh. like you two do, and advice on uh, how to navigate love in the craziest time that we have ever lived through. For real. <laughs> uh, Alicia, can you tell everyone uh, where to find you and, and tell them uh, also the name of your book that just came out? Ah, thanks, Betsy. Sure, I mean, sure. I uh, my you can check me out on uh, Instagram. I'm there a lot, as well as uh, the Facebooks. Just at I'm Alicia Gaddis. Like I'm I I am Alicia A L I S H A Gaddis. And yeah, my book. I just got the the book comes out in October, but you can pre-order. And I just got the big box in the mail with put my hands on it. And I need to take photos of that. Um, and it's called Mama's Milk and Me, a nurse uh, journal for nursing uh, mothers. So wow. it's a journal by Mango Publishing. And um, it's I hope it helps people and, and keep, it's like a keepsake. And uh, for it's, it's set up for the weaning process as well. Not only it's about keeping memories and helping you not helping you. I'm not an expert, but I did talk to a lot of experts. But keeping memories and things you're thinking or places you weaned your child or nursed your child. And then there's a countdown at the end of the book um, to the last day of nursing <laughs> your child, whether that was like two days, two weeks or two years. So, yeah, I'm excited it's coming out. Thanks for asking, Betsy. Lovely. I legit thought you said keeping memories. <laughs> <laughs> Why is oh, that not good? Oh, I need to call my publisher right now. <laughs> we have a new thing. We got to put it on the front. Hashtag that right now. Thanks Keeping for the memories. Memory memories. Oh my the memories. That I sounds awesome. That. I totally needed that. Yeah. Right? Next there time. Was a, there, there won't wasn't, be a next it, time. But there won't be a next time. I will either. pass this on to friends. I have friends that are <laughs> nursing right you. now. Beautiful. Wow. Well, Demona, you are doing a great job. Great job. You really are, Demona. You really are, Demona. That's Sounds really like hard. Peloton instructor says. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do cry in Peloton, but, but I won't cry here because that was that was just you can. that would just ruin my look at this point. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you too. Oh. This is this is such a fun show, and I'm yeah. so glad that I was able to to chat with you finally we've been talking about it for months and then a global pandemic happened and we are here betsy you are doing a great job not only are you helping your kids with their education by (laughs) and letting them be um, independent Hmm. and dependent on you you're that which is also crafting their personality and further life skills you are kind and loving and doing a wonderful job this week and always betsy Wow. Thank you, job. Alicia. Gosh. Mm, there you have it. Alicia, you are doing a great job. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> hey, you got two dogs now. That's that's hard. <laughs> uh, dogs like winter removal uh, service. Uh, <laughs> you're winning. Mm, well, feels like it. for you listening, um, 
Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you to Demona. Thank you to Alicia for, for joining us. And you at home, you are doing a great job. My mommy drinks. Have you ever encountered an unexplained hairy bipedal hominid in the woods? Have you received telepathic messages from an unidentified aerial phenomenon? If so, then you need to listen to Bigfoot Collectors Club. I'm Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And together with super producer... Riley Bray. We make up the Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's right. Every week we talk to actors, comedians, writers, and paranormal experts about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. Like the time when we talked to Craig Ferguson about the Loch Ness Monster and when a sea witch told him he had raven magic. Or the time I asked Pitch Perfect's Anna Camp her opinion on cattle mutilations. Past guests have included Rachel Bloom, Jen Kirkman, Paul F. Tompkins, Bobcat Goldthwait, and more. So if you've ever been abducted alongside five reindeer by an alien with grills for hands or witnessed Bigfoot crawl out of an interdimensional portal, don't laugh, happens all the time, then check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Bigfoot Collectors Club, you're You're here here to to believe believe us. Wait, is that how it goes? Campfire.